Guys, we're back with MDA coming to you again from Walsh Bay. It was very low powered, True. We're back. I'm like, come on, like these people deserve more. <laughs> Our listeners deserve more. Our audience. So thank you guys for coming back again. And uh, we are back at Walsh Bay. So we hope that we don't get too many planes landing over top of us or helicopters today as we did last week. Um, but ev- inevitably we will. I think, Troy, today I wanted to continue on some of the stuff we spoke about last week because I kind of felt on a roll, but we, ca- we like to try and keep these podcasts to 20 or 30 minutes so most people can, on their way home or their way to work, sort of like bite-sized things that are easier to digest, I guess. Um, so I'd love to talk a bit more about if you're happy with, oops, here we go, planes coming down now. <laughs> I need to find a better neighbourhood, Troy. Seriously, this is just bizarre. Um, so uh, I think the coaching session we started talking about, and I, I hope that our listeners got a bit out of that last week. I'd like to talk a bit more about that. Also, MBA Boot Camp, which is, we had our first 12-month program just finished. And yep. Thank you for our 100-odd team members that uh how many people attended that it was closer to 300 300 people in 300, the room. 300 odd okay and we had uh it was about 60 hours we had in total you know what a stupid what a stupid thing for me to sit 100 but you know it actually did feel quite intimate i'm not and trying to cover my yeah. bad because it was my bad but the whole idea of that as opposed to eric and, and eric is a great event but it's like a, a rock concert for mm-hmm. real estate agents and it's about energy and inspiration and networking and getting all the stuff you need in a condensed two-day period. Whereas I think MBA Bootcamp, the design when Tommy and you and I sat down to talk about it was, let's, let's over a 12-month period have a number of pop-ins and almost fireside chats yep. with our people and introduce some good speakers to them, but in a kind of a different environment to ARIC to complement it. And, and I think everyone that did MBA Bootcamp had also done ARIC, so it wasn't either which one do we go to. So that was good. So we did our last session of our 12-month program yep. uh, with our 300 people. And um, I think one, one of the things there, and, and Tom had a great idea there, which we executed, was let's bring some of the lesser-known but brilliant upcoming talent in this country. I mean, everyone knows James Tostevin, Phil Harris, Matt Steinway, Gavin Rubenstein, Michael Coombs. They're all the best on the planet. Yeah. But there are a lot of people that are not as yet as well-known and, and Tom invited them to come and speak, you know, a little kind of TED Talk, 15, 20-minute, again, bite-sized little, little uh, thing. So that was good. Uh, Aaron Paul, very proud of Aaron. Aaron uh, Paul young from, Aaron Bra- from Long Jetty. They were all content speakers, John. So they're all doing phenomenal work in the right. field, but they're not well-known as speakers that have done multiple events uh, throughout the country and throughout the year. So the, the biggest value-add that we could get was guys that are doing business in the field living what they're saying and actually sharing their secrets. And technicians. I think it, was a, it was an amazing opportunity for anyone in the room. Each person had 10 to 15 minutes on stage to deliver three to five of their key points that everyone in the room could take back and implement to their business straight away. Yeah. So that was um, yeah, slightly different. For, and it worked very well. Feedback was terrific from the group. And I would love to also today, once we've had a quick chat about finishing off our coaching session, yeah. Um, Talk a little bit about what are the key things you took away from that. And there was mm-hmm. a particular uh, session that, that I'm going to talk about um, that I thought was particularly good and I got some really great things out of. Um, so it was good. The third, third thing was, we remember we talked, well, there's two other things I'd love to just start with. Number one is um, the Gary V quote that I said, don't, you know, don't lose sleep over it. But 
it, it was quite good. It was very, actually it was very very simple. I'm embarrassed to even say it now, but it was the podcast I was listening to last week, the day, the day of last week's podcast, and um, it was Gary V. and he and he said speed is the arbitrage, and mm-hmm. arbitrage most people understand what the word means, but let's call it the difference. Yep, and. And that actually segues nicely in a minute into our coaching session because we did talk about that with the, with the gentleman we were coaching. But so speed is now, I think, more than ever, a point of difference and a reason to choose someone. So we're going to talk about that. So that was the quote. We'll talk about that when we talk about the coaching session. The other thing, we, I was very proud. I've been, you know, I started the company sort of uh, many years ago, probably getting towards 30 now and, and been in the industry a few more years than that. And last week, the Real Estate Institute Awards were on, well, actually, several weeks ago, probably three weeks ago now, two or three. And a very dear friend of mine, Peter Chauncey, won uh, Best Agent in New South Wales. Yeah. And REB Online did a little bit of a story. It was a quote of mine, which was, in 35 years, this is probably the best-deserved, one of the best-deserved awards I've ever seen. And I meant that very much because... You know, and you know Peter, like I do, he's like we've, a family. We've both member. known him for yeah, years yes, and years, and you've yeah. worked closely with him for that period of time. Yeah, uh, heaps and heaps. And I actually had the great pleasure of meeting his beautiful sister Annabelle yeah. recently, who is equal. There must be something in that gene pool, but I've got to tell you, she's exactly the same as Pete when it comes to professionalism, intent, values, quality of person. And, and she has started this really amazing charity called, I think it's called School for Life. School for Life. School for Life. Yeah. And she's, she was telling me, I had a coffee with her a few weeks ago, and she's telling me that um, she's now built, she and her board and her team, little mm-hmm. team, have built three schools yeah. in she, Africa. Is it, uh, I'm terribly embarrassed. But if you get any of our listeners, you should go to School for Life. Just Google it. Uh, Annabelle Chauncey School for Life. Incredible stuff. And I think it's great because a couple of reasons, Troy. One is someone might want to contribute. And I said to Annabelle, look, if you're talking to someone in the real estate industry and you're talking about saving lives and educating kids to change your environment and you said to agents, "Would would you consider for two years contributing 20 bucks per sale to our charity? I said, I can't think of many people in our industry where they often earn thousands of dollars per sale would begrudge a $20 um, uh, carve off the top of their commission for a period of a couple of years, two or three years, I mean, that, that might help you educate 20 young kids. Who knows? So I think that's good. The other thing is a lot of people in our industry, there's a lot of good people in our industry, and, and it's beyond just personal wealth for the, for the best ones. They're actually now looking to do is how can they make a difference? How can they leverage their success? How can they contribute? Because I know Michael Coombs has done some great stuff in Fiji. Yeah. Some amazing um, work. That's I've laid, and you know, so many. I mean, I won't go into great detail because there's so many of them out there. But I just, I thought that was good. So back to Pete Chauncey, and I was just commenting that because it was really like a female version of Pete. She was persistent, dynamic, professional, articulate. But I just thought I'd mention briefly, because Pete, a couple of statistics that are interesting. Pete, in the last 12 months, in an extremely competitive and a very high-caliber market of Sydney, called it's a part of the Lower North Shore, um, he has 72% market share. So out of the dozens of agents that compete against Pete, um, they're fighting over 28%, and he had 72% of the sales volume. And of the top 10 sales, and this is all, I think it was CoreLogic, the data came from. Yeah. Um, the top 10 sales in the last 12 months, he and his team uh, finalised nine of them, or he, they executed, sold nine of them. So that is close to as good as I've heard anywhere in the country in a high-demand 
highly competitive market, 72% market share and 9 out of 10 sales. So I just thought I wanted to, A, congratulate Pete, and you should go to our website or just Google Peter Chauncey, mcgrath.com.au uh, or McGrath, McGrath because um, he is a man worth investigating and looking at from a distance. Not everyone's going to be able to meet him tomorrow and have a coffee mm. with him because he's busy like all of us, but I'm sure we'll, we should have him on the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, Ray Wood, that I, I spoke on Ray's podcast recently, Ray, I think he's going to interview him as well. So okay. any of our listeners, if you're not listening to Ray Wood's podcast, you should be. Ray does a great podcast yeah, as well from America. Podcast. He's an ex-real estate agent from Australia. Um, so that would be good. And have we ever had Peter Derrick? I can't remember because I get confused. At I don't think we've had... No. We really should for next year. Look at... Good guys finish first with Pete. That's the one thing I notice. Good guy. Cares about people. Authentic. Really is active in the community. And Honest. Yeah. Wouldn't tell a lie to save his life. No. Beautiful family. And Absolutely this is what I love. Balanced, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a time he was less balanced on his health. I, I think, you know, he would be the yeah. first to say he lost a... He shed a whole heap of kilos a few years ago and he's kept it off and he's got into running and marathoning and all sorts of things, which is inspiring. And that's what it's all about for all our listeners here. It's not about just how do you double your, double your wealth or how do you quadruple your GCI. It's about how do you improve the quality of your life and the lives of as many other people as you can before you die. Uh, and I don't want to sound depressing around that, but at some point we're all going to draw our last breath and I want everyone to have added... A tremendous value and this is an industry and a world where we can leverage a lot and we do get to help build communities and we do meet a lot of people a lot more people than most industries i mean a good agent troy can go out there and meet 100 people next saturday in their community or who are interested in moving into their community and do that every week that's four or five thousand people at the end of the year correct tell me another profession i mean doctors don't lawyers no. don't accountants don't hairdressers don't you know if they're lucky they'll meet a couple of hundred or a few hundred so I think it is one of those industries where it would be remiss of us as real estate people to not be looking to add value elsewhere so yeah really great um, shout out to Pete Chauncey we love you Pete you're a tremendous guy and I reckon we should ask him if he'd consider next year at Eric because I think he's he's one of the legends yeah Remember we're talking about doing a series of legends next year yeah you know there's so many of them there Steinway Tostevin Harris Owens Castley boys, Pete Chauncey, Rubenstein, Alex Phillips, that's Will a, Phillips, that's a pretty impressive Ivan Bresick, Shannon Whitney. <laughs> um, we've got um, yeah, up in Queensland, there's some, some incredible uh, agents up in Queensland, Western Australia. Um, so anyway, there, there, there are so many. So we should, um, we should have a look at that. That's anyway. not that far away either, is it? When you think about it, we're going to blink and it's going to be the new year and then Eric's like just around the corner. True. So True. when are, are we going out? When should people expect the the brochures and the announcements? Oh, don't do that to me because I'm always late. But no, I'm not always late. We, we actually chose. I did choose a few years ago. So we used to send it out before Christmas. Right. And the problem with that was you've got to choose. Timing is very important. And before Christmas, if you go too early, people say, oh, that's in nine months, you know, and they kind of put it there in train and it gets lost. If you go just before Christmas, it's just before Christmas and half the people are kind of drifting off to holidays. And same just after Christmas. So I kind of made the decision that we would put some teaser-type stuff out generally for Eric just before Christmas. But we do our big launch kind of normally around the Australia Day long weekend when we're getting close to it. So it's kind of like a placeholder, save the date. Yep. And well, Everyone knows that Eric is almost every Eric in 21 years, 21 to this year. 
almost every ARIC has been the last weekend of May. Mm -hmm. So if you've never been to ARIC and you're listening to this, please come along. It is the greatest, I think, the greatest real estate event on earth. This is not an advertisement for it. It just it happens to be, I think, the greatest event. Uh, and if you have been, please come back to join us to celebrate our 21st year. 21st, 21 today, 21 today. <laughs> so anyway, it's going to be happening. So that was good. Let's finish off the coaching session because we did last week, Troy, talk about the, uh, I think we talked about just hit record. Yep. So concept there was just do it. Start. There will be a gap between where you want to be and where you are today, whether you're prospecting, listing or anything, just do it. Be aware of the gap and then work every single day in every single appointment or meeting or until you close the gap. Um, so the second couple of things, one was, and funny enough, or not maybe not funny enough, but interestingly enough, during the coaching session, a text came in. And it was a text, unfortunately, for him and for us, that he'd been beaten to a listing. Yep. And, and kind of the conversation had already gone in that direction because he, he felt he'd lost a bit of market share. There's a couple of new competitors coming into the market. They'd taken some of his market share. Still, a, He's still a tremendously successful agent, and I believe will recover all of that market share. But that was the conversation. And then, ironically, this text comes through saying, thanks for all your help, we've decided to go with one of your competitors, which is always painful. And anyone listening to this now, driving or listening in their office, as an individual or group, would know how painful that is for an agent because mm. we work hard and we, we all have great pride in what we do and no one likes rejection. And I've been rejected more time than probably most people combined listening because that over time that happens and you might sell a lot of properties but you're going to miss a lot of properties too. Anyway, so this, this kind of rejection SMS came in and he, you and I were there and he held it up to us. He said, look at this. So... I said, so let's take us back to that and what happened. And anyway, very long story, very short. The owner had said, I'm going to sell next year Yeah. Um, yeah after Christmas. Can you come and tell me what I should be doing, what I should be thinking, what I should do over the next sort of couple of months before Christmas? And, and he, in his always inimitable professional manner, went out and he told them all the stuff and he offered, could I help you do this? Anyway, so... Basically, what had happened is the new agent or the agent that got appointed gave them a reason and a plan to go early. And I assume, I don't know for sure, I assume the reason was, okay, the Sydney market's changing a bit. Who knows on the other side of Christmas whether it'll be a bit weaker, but right now we know it's still very good and there's not a lot of listings. I'm thinking this would be what I would have certainly said. So if I were you, I reckon I'd be going now. And our guy perhaps said, no, no problem. If you want to go next year, we can do that. So he didn't give them a genuine reason. It's got to be a genuine reason, mm. by the way, that is in the interest of the client, not you. Two was, um, and, and I mentioned this in the coaching session, Troy, there is nothing more exciting to most people that are in the process of buying a good or a service, goods or services, to hear the words that sound like, I could get started straight away. Yeah. Everyone loves that. You want to buy a car? Troy, I could have because you were talking last week about a car. <laughs> Troy, I could have you in this car driving out by close of business today. Yep. You hear that, all of a sudden you get wow, okay, a bit of adrenaline. This is it. really so, so. So someone else that you just left has said, well, okay, let me get back to you with a quote. I'll email it to you Monday. I'll have to check what's in stock. Whereas mm -hmm. you walk into another showroom and someone said, yep, I've got it here. I've got people in pre-delivery can clean it. I can get it registered online. You could have it this afternoon. In fact, I could drop it over on the way home if that suits you. So I think there was a bit of, I can get started straight away. And I'm sure that would have been associated with some genuine commitments like I have buyers at the ready. Mm -hmm. I can get people through here tomorrow. I can get my photographer here overnight. 
etc etc so for all our MDA listeners please realize that faster than usual is no longer good enough it's like lightning speed real time Google time now that counts <coughs> so just realize the smartest best people in our industry are doing things 10 times faster than they used to and they're setting themselves up so they can do it through their team well we've all yeah we've all heard straight away Saturday afternoon callbacks are now the new norm that's right Monday afternoon callbacks are now Saturday afternoon yeah you're right so there's there's kind of that. Um, does which, that does that come down to confidence, John? Do you have to be confident to have that urgency placed to say I, I, I can get this done? I think it comes down to Troy. What's your thing around life? Like part of my thing in life is let's do it now. Let's kick it off. Let's do it in real time. Is there any reason why we shouldn't be doing it straight away? So you've got to have a bit of a philosophy that speed matters, uh, and then you've got to get rid of some of the mooring lines because I have heard people say, "I don't want to be too pushy." Mm. And I'm sure they have ver- the intent is they don't want to... Fe- but I've got to tell you, on the other side of the equation, you've got a client that's actually looking for a solution and would love an outcome like yesterday. Yeah. In most cases. Now, there are some people that do not want to sell till next year. But you've got to give them the opportunity to listen to a counterpoint. And if I'm thinking of selling next year and I go to market next year, and let's just say the market was down 7%, who knows? I wish the agent had given me the opportunity to sell it three months ago or two months ago and given me reason and, and had that urgency. So I can get started straight away and a listing presentation goes a long way. Now you have to be able to back that up. Mm. So if you're saying I have buyers for your property today, don't make that a falsehood. That's gotta be real. And you gotta be able to start wheeling them through tomorrow if there's a contract ready or depending on your legislation. Um, two is I can get photographers here tomorrow. Don't say it unless you can, but if you can, that's a nice thing to say. Um, and so it's all about energy of moving forward. So I think that's, that's critical. Now, there's, there's another story I want to tell you, and, and I'll mention who it is because it's a great story. It's Alex Phillips. I was talking to someone who's kind of a professional in the industry, a professional buyer in the industry, if you will. And I was saying to him, I took him for lunch. You know, he's a great guy. He's a friend of mine. And, and it's always good to network with smart people. And I just said to him, you, you get to meet a lot of agents. Who comes to mind if I said best agent? Who are some of the names? And he said, look, you know, I guess it's, you know, half of them, John, go to Eric, and you'd probably be aware with some of them. But he said, I'll tell you a story that happened with Alex Phillips last week. He said, I went to bid for a client on one of his properties, and we missed it, which is fine, that happens. And he said, we got out of the car, so we walked, I walked out back to my car, it was an evening auction, started driving home. Between the auction and home, someone from Alex's team was on the phone saying to me, I think we might have another suitable property for you. Are you available tomorrow to look at it? So we're talking about like professionals versus amateurs. Yeah. We're talking about you know, speed. We're talking about proactivity and go forward. And he said, I was just amazed at how fast and organized they were because I'd literally left the, the auction room 15 minutes before. Uh, and it wasn't Alex, it was one of his team members because Alex was probably signing up the buyer or the seller, I imagine. So, you know, kudos to Alex and his team. Great work. Um, the faster than usual pace is not going to cut it. You've got to be moving in real time and geared up to move at real time. So, um, they were just a few, few things. And I also wanted to mention, Troy, the MDA boot camp before we hear your suggestion, because there was one that came to mind for me. Yeah. And it was uh, young Marty Fox and Ryan Fish from Melbourne. They've got a really good company. Check it out. Fox, White, White Fox? White Fox. White Fox Real, White Estate. Fox Real Estate. They've opened in beautiful suburbs of kind of inner eastern Melbourne. I think they're around Albert Park, I think. Albert Park, uh, St. Kilda. Highly competitive. Got some of the best brands, you know, there. There's Hocking Stewart, there's Marshall White, Jealous Craig, all the great brands of Melbourne. Gary Peer. Gary Peer. Um, 
so forth. So anyway, uh, they gave, I thought, a really great little 15-minute talk. And, and I think, again, we should contemplate having them to ARIC in one of the next couple of ARICs. They seem to be doing good stuff. One of the things that struck me, they gave a, a really... There's a couple of things they talked about. One was they talked about leverage. Mm-hmm. And they said, we, like, started five minutes ago, nine months, I think. Yeah, nine months. And yeah. they've built up some good steam already. So, you know, remember last week we said Kimo Williams, the standard pace is for chumps. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not moving at the standard pace, they're moving at lightning pace. Anyway, they said they got the opportunity to list and then they sold a, a great uh, listing there. You know, let's say it was a $3 million listing or something. And they said they thought, they saw it as an opportunity if they leveraged it right and sold it beautifully and, and promoted it incredibly, that could bring them a lot of a lot of new good listings. So they did it. So they put a really big effort on social media, on general media, on local papers, on online, on, on any PR they could get. So they kind of made this feel like it was the most important sale in the history of Australia. And as a result of that, and then off the back of that, I believe they sold it, I think. Yeah. And, and it would have sold it very well. So those two things, listing an amazing property and selling for a great price... They, they put so much effort into that that one of the things that happened was another owner of another similarly high-quality property came to them and said, saw you do the job there, saw it marketed and PR'd everywhere, I'd like you to come and do the same for me. And anyway, you know, it's one of those funny things. You do it once, you do it twice, all of a sudden you're doing it ten times. So I, I just like that, and I just wonder how many people that are listening come across a great listing. Now, I'm not, you should be promoting every listing as though it's the most important sale in Australia. Let me just be clear on that. But there will be some incredible opportunities for a brilliant penthouse or terrace house or waterfront, whatever it is, beachfront house, that might be your first ever million dollar sale, three million, might be a record in the area, might be owned by someone of, of, high, of high profile. What are you doing to really pour the pressure on that particular sale to leverage it? So I just thought that was a really um, that was a really interesting thing. So what did they do? They they leveraged through technology, mm-hmm. social media. They're big on social media, and, and please go and follow them because I think they they're doing some really cool stuff on social media. I think almost leading edge stuff. Yeah, White Fox Real Estate is their Instagram handle. If you want to jump on and follow them, there guys. Also Marty Fox. Um, two profiles that you should probably jump on and just follow because yeah, yeah. they're, and they're really, Ryan as well, really active. Ryan Fisher as well. Yeah. And they had a couple of good young, uh, other good young guys there too that are part of their team. So I quite, I quite like what they're doing. Anyway, long story short is look for opportunities to leverage and shout out to the world when you're doing something that's special or even more special than generally. Having said that, what did, what did, you, what did you learn from that MDA boot camp that we can share? A, few, a couple of speakers or a few points? Yeah, so... A couple of things that I got from MDA, the boot camp, was every single speaker that came on stage was active in the community. They were active mm-hmm. in helping people achieve their goals. It wasn't a transaction. They were long-term people that had invested a lot of their life into the communities that they were operating and working. Their so it was more about relationships than, was, than transactions. Everything was about relationships. We heard from... Um, 
been active in the schools, the communities, the charities, some great initiatives that they've got that I think we're going to put the slides on Tom's website. Is that Blackhawk Down? That's Blackhawk Down that's again. About we've to come got right you out. wouldn't believe this. The listeners would not believe that we've been <laughs> down here for two weeks on and off and every time we hit record, like the, helicopter, runway three. <laughs> the helicopters <laughs> arrive. Um, so they were active. The first thing was they were actually out there helping clients. So Troy, you used the, in the coaching session I think we did last week, you used the word they play the long game or the phrase, I think it was you. They played the long game, yeah. So rather than saying, I want to list this property, bank 2% and, and earn my GCI this month, they're saying, I want to create a client for life. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to look after them for the next 10 transactions until the day they die and, and I die. So they're taking long. And if I need to put in value add to the community right now, I may not get a payback for five years, and that's mm-hmm. totally fine. In fact, I may never get a payback, but karmically I will. Yep. I think you've got to believe in that because I think if you go out and say, well, I'm going to go and support this charity because I think I might get a listing by networking, still supporting the charity is a nice thing, but I'd rather you doing it because it's just a great, cool thing to do. And just trust that karmically in the world, if everywhere you go, you kind of sprinkle the magic dust and you sprinkle goodwill and you're there just doing the right thing by people, that karmically your life will improve. Yeah. Great, great lesson. What else? The second point, and probably the third together, a little bit of the um, the White Fox guys, they were bold in what they were doing. Yeah. So they were pushing the boundaries on the typical real estate process. Um, what I mean by that is they were seeing opportunities to leverage, as we've just discussed, but they were also um, taking advantage of technology in the market today. So they were really active and they were engaging with clients and direct messaging on social and, and really getting that feedback. So they weren't basically using the traditional real estate methods to get the result. So one of the things, Troy, I think, um, and, I, and I don't recall them because I should, but I don't, Stephen Covey, one of the favourite books and audios I've ever heard and read was uh, Seven Habits. Mm-hmm. And he talks about a couple of things that do stand out for me. Num- number one is seek first to understand, yep. then be understood. And the second one is always be proactive. Yeah. Um, if you sit there and wait for someone to come along and say, hey, Troy, I think you need some coaching. Can I give you some coaching? I think, you know, you should come to Eric. And you, you've actually got to be on the front foot looking for these things for yourself yep. as opposed to waiting for someone to make you successful because everyone's trying to make themselves successful. So I think that's really good. Be proactive. Leverage. Leverage results, mm-hmm. listings, outcomes, relationships. And I think if you do it with, again, positive intent, it's not about, oh, Troy knows a lot of people, so I'm going to go and pretend that I like him and, and you know, take him for lunch once a month so he can... It's like... Who do you meet that you have an alignment in values, you like them, you'd like to help them grow their business, and you know in the process of that, there's, there'll be a reciprocal benefit because they'll probably help you grow your business. So I, I really like that. Um, there's a couple of dynamic women at that event too, some of the great speakers. Amazing, uh, amazing. Kylie Charlton. Kylie was uh, fabulous. Alex Samatsu Buddha. Yeah, um, Alex, we love Alex. Repeat and referral business was... Alex, I think, did like 14 auctions last month or something. Oh, you, you yeah, I, I call for Alex. So yeah, 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 14 auctions coming up in the next kind of three weeks. Now, by the way, kudos to you. I heard you did a sensational job a few weeks ago doing the Miller's Point Thank you. Auctions, seven out of seven, seven drum seven. roll. Under the hammer. Uh, seven <laughs> out of seven under the hammer and a great uh, 18 odd million. Over yeah, over eighteen million in results on the night. So that's that's awesome. Great, because I think Scotty Kennedy Green got fell off his polo pony. Yeah, I was I was simply stepping. We can only laugh because he's okay. If he was not okay, yeah. yeah. So I got the opportunity, and Scotty, uh, we wish Scott a a very speedy at his age and his state of physical unhealth. Surely he's he's got to stop playing polo, hasn't he? 
falling off those polo horses. He is one of the toughest competitors. Any kind oh, of really? sporting field, he's one of the toughest competitors. And back. also a very dear friend. So I take that he, uh, he's an amazing... And one of the best auctioneers and, in, in yeah, Australasia. The, still the best auctioneer in Australia, in my opinion. So uh, speedy recovery, Scotty. Um, the final one, John, before we move on and wrap up, because we have, we're, we're coming up to half an hour... Um, I noticed that every single person, whether it was the time frame that they had on stage at MDA boot camp, their message was very simple. Um, it was very easy to understand why people would do business with them, and it was very easy to understand why people uh, would choose not to do business with their competitors. Yes. And I think that's an interesting question that we ask constantly to our uh, agents that we train. Give me the reasons why people would do business with you. Why would I list with you? Why would I list with you? And why would I not list with you? And why may I not want to list with you? Correct. So imagine if you ask that question of yourself before every listing. So what are the three most compelling reasons that I offer the marketplace um, that I can add value? And if there were two or three things that the client I'm about to see might be a bit hesitant about. Maybe I've only been in the industry nine months. Maybe I'm an independent brand, I'm up against a connected national brand uh, or international brand. Um, maybe I don't have an office for 10 kilometres from here, but I've been referred from a friend. What are the things in, this, in today's meeting that would be most likely to have a client wonder whether I'm the right choice? And then what is a compelling answer to reassure them that I am the right choice? Brilliant. Aaron Ford, we mentioned Aaron mm. from Long Jetty, and Aaron is a very dear friend, love him to death, and... Mm. Uh, and uh, Laura, and I just, I walked in, I didn't get to see all of his, although I did see enough of it to know he did a brilliant job. But there was like this long list of stuff, it was like a 47 point checklist of yeah. stuff that I think either his team do or he does with a listing. Imagine if you say, say, said to a vendor and walked in, and whether this was or wasn't Aaron's point, I'm not sure, but I just came to mind. You know, Troy, when I sell your property there are 48 things that i will do to ensure we get the best price i'd like to actually give you a list and take you through those things and it could be including our social media and vip soft launch and getting a pest and building report before we go to market whatever whatever is your thing now by the way a lot of people probably have a dozen without even knowing about it they just probably not terribly good at describing it unless they get the listing so i think there is something pretty special about going to your clients and saying here is the process that I will take you on and your property to absolutely guarantee and ensure that we get you the best outcome. Um, anyway, they're, they're just a few things. Uh, so MDA Bootcamp, we'll, we'll let everyone know on this podcast and through Tom's, um, Tom's web, website yep. uh, next, next, next couple of weeks. We're back in a rhythm, Troy. Back in a rhythm. They say a streak starts with one. One. And this is the first one after the last one. <laughs> So that's very good. So one is, and the other thing Gary V says, one is greater than zero. One is greater than zero. I like that too. So basically says, you know, someone, oh yeah, but no, just, if you can only do one, just do it because it's yeah. better than not doing it. Like going for a walk, you know, if you can't run a marathon, walk 100 metres, better than nothing. Um, so yeah, that's good. So, oh, today was good. Time flies, huh? Half Time flies. We're, so we're we talk about Marty Fox and Ryan. Go on and have a look at their stuff and have a think about leveraging. We talked about our coaching session. Yep. Realise that faster than usual is no longer good enough. Mm-hmm. We heard the uh, Alex Phillips yes. uh, little thing about that, that sort of demonstration of how speed works. Now, one of the guys selling you know, more property than probably anyone else in the country, which was really interesting. We talked about Pete Chauncey and, and his, his beautiful sister Annabelle about contribution, authenticity, integrity, 
72% is available. Because I, I often coach people as you do, Troy. By the way, you're doing a great job with our Melbourne team. Yeah, shout what out to our, Melbourne. What about our Geelong guys, huh? We <laughs> yeah. love those guys. Um, we love the boys down there. Um, anyway, the, the, the thing around um, the coaching just slipped my mind. It was gonna, I was going to talk about... Um, I'll come back to you. There we go. Well, guys, that's probably it for another week of MDA. We'd like to thank REA for their continued support. Realestate.com.au. Um, Realestate.com.au. Uh, I just remember what it was, Troy. Oh, we can't leave on that down because I just I was in the mind. wrap and he's come back in. <laughs> now, I was talking about Pete Chauncey and 72% market share, 9 out of 10 of the top homes. I'm talking to people all the time that they got 30% market share, which is brilliant. Yeah. But the conversation they're having with me and in their head is, I don't think I can get any more. And I'm saying, well, there's 100% available technically. You may not get to 100, you may not get to 90, but 72% out there. Mm. Um, so have a, don't let yourself hold yourself back because this stuff is possible. Yep. It is possible. And, and Pete did 4 million GCI last year. So the rewards when you're starting to get to those numbers in, in almost every market are, are incredible. Um, I don't think Peter would even know what he earned last year because I don't think it matters, really. He no. just wants to add value, um, do his best job, look after clients. That's one of the beautiful things. Uh, anyway, so I didn't want to leave on that downer that I'd forgotten. <laughs> I thought, what a wrap. Like, we've, just, we've done a half-hour podcast. I think it was not a bad one, actually, today. Um, <laughs> we miss Tommy. <laughs> we miss Tom. Tommy, come back. Come back. Come back, Tommy. <laughs> um, realestate.com.au. Thank you, Tracy and the team yes. and the board of directors and all the great people that have been terrific supporters of uh, both ARIC and MDA Podcast. So they are great contributors to the industry. And... Uh, Hopefully all your properties are listed as premier listings because the most recent statistic that I heard is like 54% of people don't go to page two on any search results. So you have to have your listings at the top there, really important. Also profile, agent profiles on REA. Yep. Please get them up to speed. If agent you're listening profiles. and you work for McGrath and you're not there, terrible. If you're not working for McGrath, terrible. <laughs> you, you must have, it costs you nothing to have a complete agent profile and video video on the profile guys heaps of traction coming through for agents that are posting videos market updates their profile and auctions and substituting them frequently they're keeping the content real just think about it troy anyone who is thinking of listing or, or like 95 percent, so let's just call it everyone who is thinking of listing will go to rea and click on their suburb to find out what's selling and either consciously or subconsciously find out who's selling them, right? Yeah. So it's no longer a thing of, well, if my if I'm on REA on page three, it's okay because I'm still on the internet. You're not on the internet anymore on page three, to be honest. Number two is, well, I profile, I don't need to have that there because they'll see my listings and call me up. No, no, the digital interview says a lot of people are no longer calling you up because they're calling up the people that impress them online. Yeah. So um, make sure you have video, you have all the market stats. Also on LinkedIn, not just REA. Yep. LinkedIn, anyone today that's not on LinkedIn with an up-to-date profile and posting and sharing some stuff. Yep. Uh, I've been sort of banging on about that a lot lately internally at our company, just saying, you know, you've got to do that because professional, professional white collar especially are going to be coming. Yep. And Searching saying, you know, Troy Malcolm, he seems to be pretty active in the area. Let's see who he knows that I know. And let's see how long he's been at McGrath. And let's see. And, uh, you know, people are looking at REA. They're looking at LinkedIn. They're looking at Facebook. Yep. It scares me some of the 
stuff people put on their Facebook, Troy. <laughs> you know, I've never been a huge kind of personal Facebook person. I've been a huge business one. But seriously, do you actually think on a Saturday night with, you know, like a pint of beer, you know, in, in, in the wee hours of the morning is a great thing to put on your Facebook site when clients are looking at it? Yeah. Don't kid yourself, they are. And guys, a quick tip on those profiles as well. By default, LinkedIn and REA, they'll go drink, to a Troy, you know that. black and white profile, guys. We're in 2017. Please have a colour profile photo. I, wish, I think wish more Please people, engage. I wish more people wouldn't drink. That would be kind of a nicer place in the world. <laughs> Am I sounding too much of a curmudgeon about that? No. Um, we need you back, Tommy. Tommy, miss you. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks again. We'll, we'll see talk to you, you next week, next with or without week. Tom Panos, hopefully with Tommy, because I'm sure he'll be uh, back. We'll see you then, but otherwise we'll talk to you in seven days. Bye. Bye for now.